it's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night all wrapped up into one. September 15th at 9.20 a.m. Eastern. 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 It's earlier for me, but that's because I'm up at like 5 a.m. So I feel like it's the afternoon, really. <laughs> when's like, lunch? <laughs> I was like, Megan, we need to be high energy, but I'm not high energy right now. And she's like, what did you say? I said, I can be high energy. This is the first time I've gotten alone time all week. So, <laughs> so I'm like, let's party. <laughs> Oh, this never feels like work either. Also can be high energy because I literally haven't talked to Cece in two weeks. So I'm like, <laughs> hey, let me catch you up on my life real quick. There's a lot that's happened while you were prancing around Rome. <laughs> okay, actually though, wait, so we'll do some catch-ups. But first, heck yes. yes. No, I'll go first because yours is going to okay. be all beautiful about Italy. Um, my heck yes is that I got upgraded for one of my two flights for tomorrow with Carrie. Um, which is beautiful, beautiful thing because she doesn't sit still. She wants to touch everything. She wants to walk around. And she's also in the stage where if I tell her no, or try to explain that we're not doing that right now, she has no problem throwing a little tantrum. So I am really nervous about this flight because she's, yeah, going to probably drive some people nuts, but upgrades just make me happy because there's so much more space for her and I in one seat. Um, the people are so much more friendlier. Like you and I have talked about this before. It's like a yeah. whole different like culture in first class. Like people want to help out. People want to interact with you. Um, I know if I needed like warm water for her bottle. Yes, she still takes bottles. We're working on it. Um, she, <laughs> I know that Some the flight attendant- Some people till like age two. I think true, you're fine. But there is a big difference between breast milk and formula. And I understand that. Um, but, but I know that the flight attendant would be like, oh yeah, let me get, get you that real quick. You know what I mean? Right. So- it's just, Wait, where are you going? Oh, yeah. I'm going to Northern California. I'm shooting. Wedding. Yeah. Bridals, weddings, trash the dress three days in a row. So we're going to be there for a hot second. But yeah, it's basically Dang. like going to see family. I right. mean, I'm going to see some of my family that I married into. And then I'm also going to see Annie, which is basically my family. They're going to so, watch Carrie. Yeah. They're so available. So helpful. Oh my gosh. They're godsend. So not worried about the trip itself. Just worried about the the flight time and I requested upgrades for all four of my flights and so far one out of four has been confirmed but they're only confirmed 24 hours beforehand so everyone pray that my return trips are confirmed so that would be great yeah economy would be real fun <laughs> mm, it's tough with her at this size and age so so actually this sounds I flew economy to Portugal and then from Portugal to Italy and it was terrible and you um, want to be in first the whole time. Not even that, just like business. Yeah. Oh, true. <laughs> I forgot there was a middle ground. <laughs> yeah, there's a middle ground for like bigger flights. And like, I am so grateful I got to go and everything, but my back hurts so bad. Yes. <laughs> On my flight from Portugal to DC, it was seven hours. I was in middle seat and I didn't get up once. 
Oh my god. Yeah. See, that's the other thing. Like with being pregnant, my back always hurts already, anyways. So oh, shoot. Just the fact that and, and now I forgot I'm really a toddler. I know I forget too. It's the, I always forget in the first trimester until I get really nauseous, but I haven't been super nauseous this pregnancy. So I've really forgotten. Um and so I also haven't done an appointment yet. So <laughs> that doesn't help. But yeah, your back hurts no matter what, anyways, in the economy. But then when you're also pregnant, you're like, Kill. Like I remember at one point I would take tennis balls with me on flights and stick them behind my back and just kind of roll on the seat. So oh that my it would, like massage it because it hurts so bad otherwise. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, hey, but I definitely get the whole like need more leg room kind of vibe. Yeah. So especially yeah. if you can do it, like it mm-hmm. makes the travel, it does, it does change your travel experience. It does. Um, I looked into pain for it with my miles and I looked into pain for it out of pocket. Both were um, obnoxious. So instead I was like, I'll just request it and hopefully <laughs> confirm. <laughs> but this well, I mean, yeah, here we are. Okay. Yeah. So my heck yes is of course I love Rome. Like that's why we took two weeks off is because I was in Italy. Um, but I particularly really, really love Rome. Like probably I haven't spent a ton of time in New York, but I probably like it more than New York. Um, I would be shocked if you liked New York more than Rome. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I I don't know. I would say it's just different than Chicago, but I would say both Chicago and Rome, like those are two of my top cities. Um, and I, I don't know how to describe it. Like everyone is up so late. Like you feel so safe. Um, you could be walking around at 1am and like, there's 14 year olds, like hanging out with each other in the street. And like, you don't really see anyone that's sketchy and stuff. And, um, it was really good. And I would love to go back even by myself. It's a really non-intimidating city. It's super walkable. Everyone walks everywhere. Their Ubers are so nice. All their Ubers are like Mercedes Benz vans. And it's like so nice. Um, and yeah, it it was just great. Like I would love to go back. Um, just not on economy. Yeah, just not yeah. on me. What if yeah. we just do like a couples trip and we fly first? Because Avery's obviously never been to Europe and I love Rome. So I would go back. I love how you're like, and Avery's obviously never been. Oh, did I say obviously? <laughs> <laughs> He's been to the Frankfurt airport on his way to a deployment. <laughs> I take that back. He has been somewhere in Europe. Stash has been to Ireland, but he hasn't oh, been to like Ireland. Italy or anything. Yeah. And I would love to go. I mean, I think Assisi, so... Assisi's like where St. Francis, St. Clair mm-hmm. are. And it was okay. I mean, I, I think if I spent longer than two days there, I would be bored. Yeah. Um, honestly. But if I was with a husband, it's like, there's so many yeah. cute date spots. Mm-hmm. And like, were you just the, thinking about that the whole time you were there? You're yeah. like, yeah, I because like, to be here. You could have great hotel rooms and the windows open up and you have a beautiful uh-huh. view and like, you know, yeah. So it could be really, really, I think it's like a very like romantic yeah. spot. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would love to go back, stay on the Adriatic coast or whatever it is. Oh my and gosh, yes. it was awesome. So, um, excuse me, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> choking on myself. Um, another heck yes is my wedding planning feels like it's kind of closing up in a sense. And I'm hoping to stash and I are hoping to be done with everything in October. 
So, um, which makes it feel like yeah, you're then getting married at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like everything's like once everything's like paid for and stuff, it's like yeah, okay, it's done. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> Yay! Yep. I know. That's so exciting. Know. You guys are so, so on top of yeah. it. Yeah. Well, he's gonna be gone like a lot oh, of yep. the months leading up to the wedding for Good work. Point. So it's like, we need to get it done. <laughs> that's fair. I, so, yeah. I forgot to factor in that he's military and that that's a thing. Yeah, here we are. Um, but before we jump into heck no, I want to share about um, Pax Valerie. So uh, her shop name is Pax Beloved. And it's so funny because her Instagram is Pax Valerie. And I think people think that her first name's Pax, yeah. but really her first name's <laughs> Valerie. Yeah. Pax means peace in Latin, if you didn't know. (laughs) So, yes. And so check her out. It's www.paxbeloved.com. She has all things Catholic artwork and gifts. And I was just looking at her website and literally she has the best fall colors, like her oranges and yellows and turquoises. They're also like warm and fuzzy in fall. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is the perfect way to decorate because we're all like going to target and like, yeah. you know, getting the new fake florals and the new throw pillows and stuff. And the yes, new fall scented candles from the uh-huh. Magnolia line. <laughs> Yep. Mm-hmm. I just literally <laughs> described half of our audience. Yeah. Uh, but like her stuff is beautiful and would match all of it. Like, especially there's this one, it's called the warm embrace print and it's like, oh, Jesus. Yes. yeah. Um, I and the coloring, it's like cream and orange and like tans and it would just look so good, especially in yeah. like a Brown cute frame and mm-hmm. oh, it would be so good. So that's one of my goals for all of the holidays is to replace the photos in the photo frames, like on our mantle and stuff with holiday specific like photos. Oh, look at you. Living. I'm trying, <laughs> but she'd be a good place to start with that. So I feel like the day that Megan does that is the same day that she's making sourdough bread. <laughs> It's the same day. So bad. It's the same day that she has a home birth. It's the same day that she's ingesting essential oils. We have to do an entire episode about a home birth. I haven't even had one yet. I don't even know if I'm going to have one, but I'm going to be really ticked off if I don't get to have one and TRICARE won't cover it because in my head, I've mentally already, like, that's what's happening. By the way, TRICARE is military insurance. um, insurance, Sorry. (laughs) Anyways, back to (laughs) back to facts. Valerie. Oh yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> she has a discount code for you guys. She has a discount code. You can get 20% off with what in the dang heck in all caps, no spaces, what in the dang heck for 20% off her shop. And it's just freaking beautiful. So head to the show notes, yeah. um, follow her Instagram and take a look around her website. Yeah. So, okay. Meg, heck no. Okay. Heck no. And Avery's text this morning reminded me of it, but it's when you go to somewhere if you go to anywhere and you ask them for one thing and they say, sorry, we're out of that. And you ask them for another thing and they say, sorry, we don't have that. And then you finally settle on like third choice, which at that point you're like, why am I even getting something from here? Cause it's not even what I wanted. It's frustrating. But when it's Starbucks specifically, you're like, excuse me, just shut down because they're charging $5 for a small cup of coffee and they don't even have it in stock. And then you're having to go for your third option. And it's not even what you wanted the second time or the first time. Wait, you literally $20 for, for it. You asked for a small cup of coffee? No, I don't even ask for coffee when I go. I ask for hot chocolate, but typically it's the food oh. that they're out of. 
that I get ticked off about because oh, I've like made okay, up in yeah. my mind, you know, when you're driving somewhere and you're like, mm, that I'm already tasted it in my mouth. That's what I'm going to have for breakfast. I've already ah. decided. And then you get what there. Was it? Wait, which food item was it? This matters. Well, you can't just well, okay. skip over this. So first off, I was ticked because they completely discontinued the morning bun. Do you remember that? It was like a cinnamon roll, but like crystallized sugar was on it. So no, good. I don't remember. Well, this I've is never the problem. Seen that. None of y'all ever bought it. So they discontinued it. And now I don't ah. get to eat it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but they discontinued it. And so then I was like, well, um, that's really great news for me. So then I had to come up with a whole new, like, what's my go-to going to be from their menu. And they've been out of the double smoked bacon and cheddar sandwich recently, or they won't have a whole wheat bagel they'll only, or they're like the multi-grain bagel. They'll only have like the everything or the plain. And you're like, those aren't the same as the everything or the multi-grain bagel so who gets multi-grain bagel me I like I also got the morning but okay I'm just trying to soak it in before they freaking discontinue that too um but the worst is when you finally decide on it and you're just like well begrudgingly pulling up to the front window and like paying for what you didn't actually go there for but then they say, I'm sorry, um, did you already, do we already swipe like your card and everything? And we're like, no, we've been waiting here for 20 minutes. And they're like, well, we can't give you your food right now. We have to go um, shelter in the bathroom. There's a tornado watch going on. So, and there's like sirens going on outside, but Avery and I are like, what are those? What's happening? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Must be a test. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, it's probably just like a tornado watch test or whatever. Um, turns out it's real. And they're all, all of the Starbucks employees are going into the bathroom to hide out, screw six feet apart. Right. Um, and they said that we're welcome to come join them if we want, and then we can wait it out and then get our food. Meanwhile, we're looking at our food on the windowsill and they can't swipe our card. And we're like, no, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. And so we just head home. We waited 20 minutes in line to they order have just our given third, you the food, right? To order our third option of what we wanted from Starbucks to then get told with it sitting in front of our face that they can't swipe our card and give it to us. And because there's a tornado on its way. And then there was never any tornado damage that day. So there wasn't even any damage. <laughs> Nothing even happened. <laughs> we went outside. We went outside to look. Avery was looking around and everything. And you could see like the water or the rain and the wind like in the distance. And then all of a sudden within two seconds, it was hitting us. And we were like running inside and we we're like, this is so cool. But like stupid. Like we probably should have been in the bathroom or something. But sometimes I'm like, Storm you guys chasers. are children. I love it we so are much. Children. And then I'm like, you have you have children, which is scary. <laughs> that was one of those moments where I'm literally standing outside with Carrie on my hip and Avery's in the middle of the street looking for a tornado. And I'm like, who let us who let us get to this point in our lives? <laughs> like, oh yeah. That's so funny. When I was growing up, we used to have this like uh friend who their basement wasn't finished, but you could go underneath their staircase. And oh, we used to cool. sit under there and pretend that there was tornadoes coming. And so we would get a ton of snacks and stuff oh and like gosh. sit underneath the stairwell and eat, snacks. and eat snacks and look at tornado books and be like, this one's coming. Like, <laughs> like you're in the freaking Wizard of Oz. No, literally oh it was. Yeah. Imagination. That's awesome. Adorable. Um, but it wasn't like imagining like, you know, fake stuff like monsters or like fairies. No, it was like imagining tornadoes, like <laughs> the most real thing. Like destructive death. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Um, okay. So my heck no is 
Yeah, the eternal city. Devil is real up in there. Spiritual warfare yeah. on that trip. So strong. Um, and all I have to say is everyone should have the deliverance prayers for use by the laity. Like just they should have that in their home, in their purse, in their car, when they travel. That's super important. And also you should have your stuff blessed. I think people, we don't, um, we don't take that seriously when they're like, you know, at the end of church, they're like, okay, like we're going to do the blessing of the backpacks or like, you know, for the kids going back to school, like we're going to do, it's like, no, assume everything is diabolical until it's blessed. Like, you know what I mean? Like rings, necklaces, you can't sell blessed things. Like it's, it's not something you can, it's illegal. So nothing like, even if you buy from a Catholic store, like it's not blessed yet because you can't sell blessed things, blessed things have to be like what about like a house that's blessed yeah you can do that obviously okay. I was like oh my gosh we just trapped ourselves into this house for the rest of our lives. no like objects <laughs> like gotcha. gotcha yeah gotcha. like you couldn't sell like oh here's a blessed necklace on Etsy like gotcha. blessed, you know yeah okay I'm following yeah so like things do have to be blessed and like priests are happy to do it hopefully but yeah like even rosaries, like rosaries you buy from Etsy or like, you know, if you don't know the person that's making it or like rosary you buy from random store online, like you have no idea who made that. And like right. curses, curses are also real. Like, yeah, don't be looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, they are real. And you have no idea who made that and right. if, what they were involved with. Right. And, you know what I mean? You just, I feel like we take, I feel like we take like the devil. We don't, we don't take them seriously enough or like just Christianity across the board, especially American Christianity across the board. We're just like, Jesus saves. He protects. We're all fine. Everything's good. Sin's like something we fall into from time to time, but we don't think about like, no, it's actually evil, evil, evil. (laughs) And he's really real. And that's what the devil wants is for Uh us to not take him seriously like mm-hmm. that's like where he thrives um so yeah it, it's definitely something to think about um and yeah that is it that is all I'll say that's a heck no well also a heck that's yes a heck but no. well I mean yeah, the devil not being to, like, freak people out yeah. but like I don't know not to freak people out I'm, re- I'm reading this audiobook right now um it's actually pretty good or I'm not reading the audiobook. I'm listening to the audiobook, <laughs> but it's like a collaboration of a bunch of exorcists and their writings. Mm. And it's called Slain Dragons. Um, uh, what exorcists see and what we should know. And it's like a quick recap. It's like a five minute or five hour audiobook. Um, but it kind of gives some insights into that realm. And like yep. most people, again, don't believe in this stuff. And it's like, well, that's what the devil wants is for you to think he doesn't exist and right. he'll show up in everything you always wanted. Yup. Oh, oh, so. oh, okay. We'll just end that there. That was a really good yep. point. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I'm going to share about Leah's kids. <laughs> no. Okay. So what Leah's doing is really awesome. Um, you guys heard about them last podcast. If you listened to the last podcast, but it honors, it's a 
organization, nonprofit organization that honors each child and family that's going through childhood cancer, um, which is something that Leah herself went through. So she knows what that's like firsthand. Um, and they throw crown a kid parties for the kids to celebrate and encourage a child and family during a really huge battle in their lives. Uh, they donate a thousand dollars to each kid during that party. Um, and it can cover surprise costs such as unexpected travel or childcare, or for instance, there was a girl who had to stay in the hospital because she couldn't go back home because of the mold that was at the family's house because of the roofing that needed redone, but they couldn't afford it. So that went to cover that so that she could be reunited at home instead of in a hospital. Um, so just everything that they're doing is phenomenal. And she's our age, like she's, doing all of this at our age, which is dang such a philanthropist. Yeah. yeah. Which is so it's really inspiring, but something cool is they just, um, collaborated with a boutique to create these hope bead bracelets and 30% of the profits go to support Leah's kids foundation. Um, the link is in the bio of at Leah's kids, L E I A S. And all of this will be in our show notes. Um, so if you wanted to donate, but you also wanted something to like, remember who you donated to or what you're donating to, or, who you're helping, then that's a way to do it. Um, but as always, you can also just donate from the get-go on their website. Um, all of that will be linked in the show notes. So, yeah. And it's kind of cool just to see like where your donations are going. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Because yeah. like we know, we now know like the, the woman, Leah, who started yeah. this philanthropic organization. And so to know exactly where the money's going is really cool. Right. Um, it's one of those things where like you tithe, what is it? I always get the percent. 10%. 10%. Okay. You tithe 10% of your income, your monthly income and you, or maybe it's not your monthly income. I always get the numbers wrong. You tithe a specific number every month and yeah, you can it's do all your it. income. It's your whole income, 10% of it. Like at the end of the like year, your it's 10%. So okay. like people tithe monthly or some people save up to like and, the end oh. and are like, I'm going to buy a whole new baptismal font for the church or like, right. you okay. know, things like that. Gotcha. That's where I always got it wrong. So I was like 10% of your monthly income, which is like a lot for some people, but it's 10%. Well, anyways, anyways, it doesn't screw matter. Even if it doesn't 10%, matter, <laughs> even if it's 10% monthly, right. then after 12 months, it's still, it's still 10% annually. Okay. Cause as I was saying that I was like, I think I just messed that up. I think it's all the same anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's all the same. So, okay. anyway. but the best part is, is when Avery and I were able to sit down and find things like specific people, specific organizations, specific things that we wanted to donate to, instead of just a blanket, like we'll just give it all to the church because we're, and because we're a military family, we're always moving. We don't have a local church we, that we can invest in for years and years and years and help make better and build up better. I mean, we can in the small time that we're there, but it's also really cool to consistently be like supporting a focused missionary or supporting Leah's foundation or a kid in Mexico, like things like that. So this is one of those ways to do that. Totally. Totally. And we're at the age now where like, I think tithing isn't taken seriously. Um, Along with the or devil. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. And we're at an age now where it's like your mid twenties, where it's like, no, like we should be tithing at this yeah. point. Like you're out of college. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, even in college, I didn't ever tithe a specific amount. Um, I just tithed whatever I had that Sunday. I would always have cash with me in college. And so I would just throw some in the basket and that was what I called tithing. But even that is like, God sees that kind of thing. And I remember one of my missionaries in college telling me like, it's, I mean, their budget is so small a lot of the time. Like they're really making ends meet a lot of the time. 
And she was saying, but there's never a month that goes by where we don't tithe because every time that we've like held back from tithing or like said we needed that money for something else, we've always ended up in more of a pit. But every single time that we tithe and think there's no way ends are going to meet, God always takes care of us through other people somehow. Like something always ends up happening. Um, so he does big things with the little that you give him. I love that. Cool. Okay. Well, how about you recap me the last two weeks of what the heck went on? <laughs> it's going to be so lame compared to yours. You're going to be like, so we went here and then we went here. Um, we found a chiropractor, which is awesome. Um, it's one of those things where like, if you don't ever have to move every couple of years, you have your go-to hairdresser, you have your go-to doctor, you have your go-to chiro, like you have these things that just make your place feel like home and you just get to know these people. And you know what I mean? Like you just create a relationship with these people outside of your life that you see every now and then totally. services and stuff. And so it's one of those things that when you are in the military and you move every couple of years, you're like, okay, I gotta go find a new chiropractor. And then you, at the very beginning, start like hoping and praying that they are anything like your old chiropractor who you grew to really like and all of that jazz. So we found them. We love them. They're awesome. They are super supportive of the military, super supportive of families. Um, and yeah, we had been going like every other week and then we didn't go for like two and a half weeks and it was the most sick we'd ever been. It was the most weak we'd ever felt. It was awful. So we found a Cairo, which is really good. And then we also, Carrie and I went out to lunch or breakfast uh, with a girl who was born and raised here. Um, but left for a couple years because she married a military guy and ended up in San Diego some and Washington some and she's finally back and was really hopeful that like she'd have all her friends back kind of thing because she was born and raised here but then yeah after she'd gone and left and come back all of her friends are still doing the same old thing um so town laugh. <laughs> yeah um and just still like partying and going out to bars and like all that stuff um and she's like okay I'm kind of in the stage between like that and wanting to start a family. And so it was really good for us to meet because it's good for me to meet local people and new friends. And then it was good for her to find someone who's not doing that. <laughs> so that was really good. And then- How is yeah. it now? Cause so Megan lives in a college town, if you guys didn't know. How yeah. is it now that college is in session? Like the vibe of everything changed. So it's nice that we live like eight minutes away which doesn't sound very far but it's far enough where like our neighborhood seems not close to the college at all. Um, we're not near college students at all either. So the only vibe change happens when we go downtown to the main street and there's like young people everywhere. Um, at first it was really kind of like weird and intimidating and kind of just like a weird flashback because it looked identical to my experience in Southern Alabama <laughs> for college. Um, right. And it was like a weird... I don't know, divide. Cause I was like, okay, I feel like I could still relate to these people and like hang with them, but also here's my daughter and I'm pregnant. So like I've moved on and I'm past that, but I'm also surrounded by it still. So I'm really confused. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. There's, I was going to the grocery store one Saturday and the gut worker there was like, you ready for the game today? And like, that's a huge thing here. And I had no clue there was a game today. And I just said, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went like, home and was like my... Avery there's a game today we need to put our shirts on or something we've not watched a game yet so that's that's like a sin in Auburn culture but 
We're getting I know. I was like, why don't you have your paw on? You're like <laughs> paw on your shirt or whatever. Oh yeah. It, we were working on it. We did buy tickets for a game at the end of October because we're hoping it'll be cooler. And Avery and I are going to get like a baby or my sister's going to come watch Carrie so we can actually go to an Auburn game and that'll be fun. But it's just, it's a weird in the student section. No, actually no. So Avery gets like student tickets and he forfeited them. Um, Cause I think you still have to pay for them or something, but he forfeited them because only he could sit in the student section, obviously. And he was like, what am I going to do? Just like go hang out with like drunk frat kids. Like, no, I'm not going to go do that. So he forfeited them. And then we went and bought some for like a normal seat in the stadium. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. It's what all weird. So it's super How about weird. like going to mass because you're going to mass yeah. on the campus, right? Yeah. So we're, well, no, uh, it's off campus. There is a chapel on campus, but we haven't gone to that one yet. We're going to the one that's just like the Catholic church of Auburn. Um, and it's huge. It's vibrant. It's youthful. There's a lot of families. They're looking to build a Catholic high school out here now because of how much it's grown and how much it continues to grow, which is really, really cool. Um, the funny part is we've had some of Avery's like ROTC buddies over and then like one of his classmates over. Um, and that one kid really reminds me of your brother. It's so cute. He's just less assertive and confident. Um, but he's so, he's like, yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. And he's just very like direct and like matter of fact. And Oliver, he, well, Oliver is, but so is this kid. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm seeing Oliver, but like in a more naive, quiet version where he's like still a little unsure of himself. <laughs> But he was just, he would stand with his hands behind his back and he would just, yep, mm -hmm, yep, I'm from here. And I, da, 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 da. And I was like, this is ah. so strange. This is so strange. Um, but yeah, it's fun having them over. But again, I feel like they think I'm just like some wife and mom. You know what I mean? When we right. really can still, we're, we're 24, like we're not that old at all. Right. So it's just weird. It's a weird separation divide thing happening. But it's good. Okay. And also the priest of Megan's yes. church. Yeah. I was in Italy with his mother. Yeah. Yeah. We had the him. World having, is so small. <laughs> we're having him over for dinner once a month, at least. Um, Cause he's, I mean, he's awesome. He blessed our house. He blessed this baby. Like the actual day we found out we were pregnant. <laughs> so part of me is like, this baby is just like chilling for the rest of pregnancy. Cause the minute we found out we were pregnant, it was blessed. Carrie was never blessed. I was, I was never blessed when I was pregnant. <laughs> it just wasn't a thing because COVID was happening. Well, Avery could technically bless you and his child because as a True. husband, you can bless your wife and your children. Yeah. But he's he's a convert and then I don't know that because I've just been cradle catholic but like chill cradle catholic so I don't know that and so it was never a thought but now we know because we know you so it's good <laughs> <laughs> you need the deliverance <laughs> prayers for the lady I know I see him on Christine's story all the time yeah he can say them like he can bless you guys like that's freaking yeah, awesome that's once I'm important. married to stash and would bless me every day bless every day every day every day <laughs> Um, but yeah, our, we got so blessed because that was one of the things that we prayed for was a good community, which is like happening slowly. Um, and then a priest that we can like actually be friends with and like have over for dinner because I grew up having our priests over for dinner. Um, so I always wanted to do that. And now we have a beautiful house to do that. And I was like, come on, come on, this will be great. And then turns out, of course, he's here and he's friends with um, Austin, the basic Catholic guy. 
and he's also his brother works at the school that my parents work at so like just so many connections you were in Rome with his mother like so strange Um, I know so really really cool Um, and awesome to have him too especially in like the weird times that we're in so Avery can like go to him for spiritual direction and like things like that so that's kind of what's happened with us yeah figuring out finding a spiritual director is hard yeah well, and so I said something on my story about how the only one that you should be going to for spiritual direction is a priest because it's a grace they receive when they're People ordained. People were probably mad about that. They were um, because they're like, well, it can't just be any priest. Like not all priests are good spiritual direction people. And I was like, oh, I, to- I felt like that was like a known thing. Like not every priest is gifted in that way. Not every Megan, priest- it's because you said you liked oranges and they said clementines aren't oranges. You shouldn't say you like orange. Like, <laughs> I know, <laughs> but I mean, it is worth noting that like, yes, not every priest is a given spiritual director for you. Like you do need to do your own, like, what do you call it? Well, you Due need diligence. to be on the same page with them. You will, yeah. you like in the Catholic church, you can find not to like scandalize, but you can find a priest that can tell you anything and everything. You can find mm-hmm. someone that will tell you anything. And whether it's good or bad, still human. And you can find yeah. someone to agree with you on anything because, yeah. th- you know, we're fallen yeah. humans. Yeah. And so you have to find someone who you actually agree on certain aspects of like, like vet them. Like just because mm-hmm. they're a priest doesn't mean they're going to be a good spiritual director for you right. and what you need. And just because you're a person that needs a spiritual director doesn't mean you're going to be the right fit for that priest either. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. You kind of have to vet. Um, One thing someone said that was, might be helpful. I don't know. Um, is to do a couple confessions with that person first, that priest first, and kind of get a gauge for how that goes. I've never had a spiritual director. I don't know, but we know that Father Peyton Plesla here did did say himself that that is something he offers as a priest. And so Avery was like, "Yep, take you up on that. We really like you. We both like the office. We could, you could tell me something, and I would respect it and understand it, even if we don't agree, kind of thing." So, hopefully, it goes well. But yeah, spiritual direction. Girl, is- not just you. You need to find one too. Oh yeah, I need to find one too. But that's when I'm like back in town, which is going to be a couple weeks. <laughs> oh I was like wait back in town yeah you're like wait why are we all leaving eight minutes from town (laughs) (laughs) yeah back in town from traveling because right when I get back from Sacramento then I go to New Jersey so dang Megan's traveling everywhere (laughs) 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 okay so one thing I want to chat about is literally just through doing the Italy trip um, I found like, I, I figured out so many things that I want to implement for the France trip now and to like make it super organized and like different cute little things for the people, for, for the girls that are coming and yes. like surprises and stuff like that and, um, small groups and everything. So super excited. Cause I feel like I need to still talk to Megan about all of it. Um, yeah, we need to talk about a lot. This one episode yeah. is not going to fill us up, but no, no. So yeah, there's just so much and I'm so excited for our girls. Now, France did just say that there's a vaccine mandate to get in their country. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but we have until June to yeah. see what happens. So, so everyone start praying. But I will say everyone, I got so many DMs saying, oh my gosh, how'd you travel abroad? Da, 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 yeah. da. It was so easy. Like actually, so you just have to get a test. Everyone, whether you're vaccinated or not, has to get a test 
that comes out negative 48 hours prior or like within 48 hours of your flight. Okay. So I did it the day before you just, mine was like, it came back in 16 hours. So then I would have the papers printed out right. and like able to show. Yeah. So when I checked in for my flight, I had to show my papers. Um, and then like sometimes when you, before you get on the flight, you have to show your papers and it wasn't that bad. Like it was, you know, it was whatever. Yeah. And so then once you get into Italy, um, they have something called a green pass. And mm-hmm. in order to have the green pass, you have to either be vaccinated or have a test a negative test every 48 hours. Okay. So, so every two days you had to get tested. Yeah. And they were like pretty strict on that because I went to a bar and mine was like, I had taken a test like 50 or 52 hours ago and they were like, no, we can't let you in. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or yeah. So it was kind of weird, but, um, it, we just had like, we, because we had such a big group, like we had people come to the hotel every two days and test us in the morning. And it was like a rapid test. Yeah. So, um, cool. they would give us, and no one had it. Right. I remember no. seeing someone no. story, like no one, no one had COVID. Person ever had COVID on that. No, flight. not at all. And yeah. there was, I mean, oh, and no matter if you're vaccinated or not, you had to get a test 48 hours within 48 hours of your flight home. Right. So like, even if you're vaccinated, you still needed two COVID tests and they're 30 euros each. Um, oh, golly. See, yeah. I mean, we already knew this, but this is money grab. Sorry. What? Right. You said that. <laughs> But like it wasn't bad. Like it was fun. It's possible. Like, yeah. Some stores like Assisi was like, it's so I'm like, you guys are liars. They're like, we never had a COVID case in our whole town. I'm like, <laughs> okay, you just didn't have anyone testing it in your whole town. Like, <laughs> um, it was so funny. I'm like, okay. Uh they're like, so everyone has to wear a mask. <laughs> Oh I'm like, okay. So like some places were more strict on like wearing a mask or whatever, but mm-hmm. for like people don't wear masks outside in Europe. Okay. Yeah. If they do, I'm like, you're definitely American. I've um, got, <laughs> I've got to find mine. I haven't worn one since we moved here anywhere inside, outside or anything. So I've got to find it for my flight tomorrow. Otherwise I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah. You do have to find one for your flight because mm-hmm. they'll definitely ask oh okay so also european travel airlines could care less if you had a mask on during the flight for like, real because you had flew... just been tested or why no like... i don't know probably but oh yeah that wouldn't i didn't even think about that or because but... they were like mm, it's an eight-hour flight you probably should be allowed to breathe some i don't know air portugal they were like you could have your mask i mean sometimes they'd be like put your mask on but like yeah for the most part, they were really, really chill. And what was so funny is once we got on our flight to go to Italy, apparently Italians only think that like the surgical masks work. So like, you can't have a I mean, cloth mask. You okay. can only have like the thin blue surgical mask. Oh, what? So, yeah. They make you trade like, like you can keep that one, but you have to put on this one because this is the one that works. And you're like, oh, geez, you're like, none of them work. Like none of them work, work. but like, it was just so funny because it was like so specific that like, no, 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 this is the only one that you can wear. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was very funny. Um, but yeah, other than that, like 
COVID was really chill. If you're trying to go to Italy right now, like go, it was not, do it. It was not bad at all. You just have to like find a testing place, um, close by. So, um, yeah, you just need to find that. So other than that, yeah. All right. Well, we are going to move on to some voicemails, but before we do, we have a new sponsor. Her name's Laura. Um, she has something called the beloved collective and she has a new course, um, and program called encountering women by the beloved collective. You can check it out on Instagram. It's so beautiful. She curates her feed beautifully. It's the B L V E D collective at the B L V B L V E D collective on Instagram. But what encountering women program is, is it's one-on-one and community-based mentorship. So it's all about healing, being being encountered and encountering others in the example of Christ. So it's for Christian ladies, 18 and over. And every other week you receive one-on-one hour sessions of mentorship, like eight total with Laura and four monthly group calls. So there's so much jam packed in here, but her content is amazing. Laura is just so great to work with. And, um, we actually have 15% off. So it was originally right around $500. And now with 15% off with code heck yes, and all caps, H E C K Y E S for 15% off. Um, it comes down to about 420. So check yeah. it out, just look at her Instagram. You can always jump on a call. I know she has like some info sessions that you can get to know her more, see what it's all about, but mentorship is massive. If I didn't have mentors, I would not be where I am in the business world at all. Mentors are everything. I would say mentors like are even more helpful than, I mean, I didn't go to college. college. So you're going to say college. Yeah. <laughs> for me, I'm like mentors are more helpful than college. Yeah. So, uh, take it or leave it as far as that advice that I have, I went to check- college and I would agree they're on the same level as college. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. check out Laura <laughs> and check out her encountering women program. You can find all the details, um, on the website that I'll link in the show notes and along with just clicking and checking out her Instagram. So, and when Laura, do signups start or yes, open? signups are open right now and they end the 26th. So September 26th, okay. they end this week of the podcast coming out. So check it out, jump on it. Literally it's such a steal for eight, one and one to one hour mentor sessions. Like that's yeah. a really big deal for only well, 420. And her Instagram says marriage formation too. So she yeah, does so- things for like married couples too. Yeah. So she has a marriage formation program coming out and we'll chat yeah. about it in a few weeks. So okay. that's right. I'll, I'll be thing. quiet. Ah, no, okay. no, it's so <laughs> uh, yeah. Stash and I are going to take it. So we're love so- that. I know. I know. Okay. So let's jump into a few voicemails here. Yeah. Yep. Hey, Megan and Cecilia. My name's Rachel and I love your podcast. Um, I just wanted to share my heck yes and heck no for today. So, heck no to people whispering their prayers out loud in the Adoration Chapel when it's usually silent and pretty early in the morning. Like, cool, go for it. But also, other people are trying to pray. I don't know. I'm just a little annoyed. But, heck yes to having a job that considers time with Jesus a necessary part of your job and so lets you go to adoration during work hours and count it as work and not time off so yeah it's a good day a little annoyed but it's fine I'm fine 
Anyway, love you too. Hope you guys are having a great day. Bye. I love how she's like, it's a good day. It's fine. I'm fine. But anyways, have a good day. <laughs> I'm a little annoyed, but it's okay. It's fine. Everything's fine. Okay, like, that's cool though. Uh, anyone that, well, no, never mind. Because then there's religious freedom. Okay, any Catholic organization that hires people should implement that. Yeah, especially if you're going in office, like mm-hmm. like that, give that as an option or like right. daily mass as an option. There's right. um this studio I was in, it's called Spirit Juice Studios and they have like Why a have studio. Um, they like the Poco Poco podcast, they produce it, mm. stuff like that. Okay. Um, anyway, so Spirit Juice is like a Catholic production program. And um, I lost my train of thought. No, they have a chapel in their studio <laughs> and you can that. like have mass in the chapel. So I don't know if they do that every day, but like, yeah. you know, a priest come in and literally have mass there. So, um, well, it's technically beautiful. you could have mass anywhere. You just need yeah. like the stuff to do mass, but yeah. it's convenient. So nice. anyways, it's really cool. Also the whispering thing, like when people are whispering their rosary out loud in adoration, I'm like, mm, I don't you know say- if I've i don't know if i've experienced that maybe it keeps them focused better i don't know when i try to say it in my head i just start thinking about my grocery list so i have to say it out loud to like block out my thoughts okay yeah. not going to adoration with megan uh, <laughs> well i don't say it out loud in adoration i journal in adoration i say it out loud yeah. at home also because i want to understand i am praying right now and you need to learn how to sit and be still and quiet which isn't a thing she does or kids do. Do you sing so. to her like that? Yes. Yeah, it's I called gentle parenting. <laughs> no. Uh, she no. She's getting thinking. so smart though. Oh, that's something that happened in the past two weeks. What she happened? learned uh she we put all of her bowls and cups and plates and everything in two smaller drawers that are lower to the ground so she can open them. And now when I ask her, can you get me a plate? She knows to go to the drawer, pull out a plate. And she's learning how to put things back because a lot of times she'll give me a plate and then she'll go get the other plates and put them all over the floor. And so we're learning now, can you put that back? Which she's getting good at. She's knowing that it means go right back to where you got that and put it where you found it. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. That's so smart. I know. She's wait. How many months is she now? 13, 13, 14, 13, 14, 14. Yeah. Somewhere around there. We just say she's a year. It drives Avery nuts when, when people are like, um, our baby's 27 months. He's like two years old. Your baby is two years old. <laughs> no, it matters at this age because you're still buying clothes. Like up until two, it's you're true. buying clothes per month. Yeah, you are. I still it feel matters, like saying Avery. 13 months. I just tell everyone she's one, but she's 13 months. She's so. going to be, so she's going to be one until she's two, which seems so weird. Yeah, but because... that's how we do life. <laughs> I know, but like there's so I am much, 24 like, in a, a month. <laughs> a one-year-old to 22 months is completely different. No, it's true because they grow so quick so that it really is like a, like a developmental phase too. Some one-year-olds can't even walk. Some almost yeah. two-year-olds can have full sentences. It's true. It's true. Okay. She's 13 and a half months, Cece. Okay. Okay. Yay. Okay. Well, you added the 15 and a half. You might as well just say how many weeks she is at that point. Oh, my. Half a month. Well, I thought you wanted me to be specific here. I was just trying to make you happy, godmother. <laughs> my goddaughter will be called 13 months and no greater, no less. <laughs> oh, my God. <gosh. laughs> 
Okay. Okay. Here's one. And it's kind of advice. And I'm like, this is interesting, but also okay. I have an, I have an opinion as okay. usual. Well, I mean, Hey, <laughs> Hey, Megan, Cece. Um, so basically I just need some advice. So, um, my boyfriend and I are, so we're seniors in college and we're pretty involved in the Catholic Newman Center, um, here at our campus. And so, um, recently, you know, because it's the beginning of the school year, we've had some new freshmen come in and this particular freshman has been hanging out with us a lot, like, which is great. Like we want new freshmen to hang out with, you know, our whole friend group. Um, and just over these past few weeks, it's just become obvious that she's kind of crushing on my boyfriend and just kind of, you know, being flirty with him and just things like telling him he has pretty eyes and stuff like that. And, you know, he's totally, like, not feeding into it, shutting it down, whatever. Anyway, it's weird, though, that she knows that we're dating. Like, it's like she has to know. She follows me on Instagram. She's around us a lot. It's obvious. Um, But we were talking, me and my boyfriend were talking about, like, you know, we don't need to address it now, but if the time ever came, if it ever got to that point where we need to address it, my initial thought was, like, it should obviously, like, be the man. Like, in either direction, like, if a guy was hitting on me, the man would stick up for me. If a girl was hitting on him, he would stick up for me in both um, ways that this could go, I guess. So it was, like, a no-brainer. I'm, like, so I'm just, like, I'm, like, what are you going to say? And he's, like, he totally had a different point of view. He was, like, well, I think, like, he's, you know, he's all about, being the man stepping up but he's like but honestly I feel like if it was the other way around like another guy hitting on me he would obviously stand up and say something but in this case he's like I feel like that would be more man to man and this would more like girl to girl like you could just kind of say hey I just been noticing some things because I'm a girl he said like he brought up the point that like I would be more observant of him in situations. So, like, I would be the one to notice it, where he said if he brought it up to this girl, he would feel like he was searching for some girls to do that to him. And he's like, it would just be kind of uncomfortable. But he's like, I'll step up if you want me to. But we just totally had different opinions about it. And I never really thought about his, but and now I don't know what to do. So I thought you guys might have some insight. Um, so just just let me know what you guys think. Uh, thanks. You guys, this podcast is awesome. Um, I love it so much. Me and my friends listen every week. <laughs> um, have a great day. Bye. All right, Megan, Aww. what do you think? First of all, that was really sweet that her friends. I know. Was really cute up there. Okay. Uh, so I know that you're about to have a ton of opinions on this and so you can pretty much take it away, but basically in short, I'm thinking if a girl goes to a girl about this, it's not going to be taken as seriously as if the guy himself went and said something because she's crushing on the guy she's not she doesn't she clearly does not care what this girl thinks so clearly even if this girl girl came and said hey not cool it's my boyfriend she's still it's what's that gonna change so that's my she's doing it in front of you right she doesn't care what you say exactly she (laughs) okay also (laughs) yeah she doesn't care what you say that's a really good point megan um but also like nothing like what is the point that you would say something clearly this is already bothering you Mm -hmm. so it's like what makes it the line where then you should be saying something like when she tries to like kiss your boyfriend like is that the line like what's the line here what makes it okay for 
for then like, okay, yes, now we say something like, is right. there something? Cause it's going to bother you. Um, I mean, maybe it won't cool, but he needs to say something a hundred percent. Like Megan said, like girls have drama. She's not going to take it seriously. Sherry doesn't care what you think because she's don't like flirting with your boyfriend in front of you. And like, it's going to, what she's going to say is like, oh, she's just jealous. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? I That's honestly think she's going to take it as a compliment that you confronted her. And then she's gonna be like, oh, it's getting to her. Cool. She's worried about losing mm-hmm. her boyfriend. Maybe her boyfriend likes me. I don't know. Like what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, that's how it's going to go down. Yeah, that's what it should be like. Maybe he likes me. That's why he yeah. didn't say it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It needs to be him. You are correct. Girlfriend, from the get go, it needs to be him. And he should be saying, as I appreciate your compliment, this is inappropriate. Yeah. He should be like really mature about it and like a man about it, but it needs to come from him. So, yeah. And let's say like a guy was flirting with you, like Mm -hmm. I would for sure say like, um, I appreciate it. That's really kind, but, um, dating. Yeah. I think the girl would have to say something because the guy says something and the guy's like, Oh, you want to fight? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's who it's happening to, because you're creating the boundary. Someone Mm -hmm. else can't create a boundary for you. Good point. Like when I was my job, I know I was talking to this guy in Italy and um, I don't know, but whatever. I was talking to him and he was like, I need to find a, a wife like you. And I was like, no, you don't. You need to figure out who you are and then figure out the person that you deserve. I'm mm-hmm. like, you don't need to find a wife like me. You're like, nope, nope. I'm like, nope. shut that down. You know what Good. I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. And you had to do that. You can't text Ash and be like, yo, this guy said this and I need you to call him. Like, that's so irrelevant no. at that point. It's happening to you. You let him know where that boundary is and boom. Right. Boom, like, you'd be like, exactly. You're just like, oh, that's sweet. But like, no, you don't like, yeah, that's you know actually, what I mean? Yeah. Not mm-hmm. how and that set goes. Set the boundary, set it straight. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very good. Very good. Very good. Speaking, <laughs> very good. Speaking of like advice and stuff, um, one of the things that, I feel like us women need and long for advice on all the time is our cycles and our symptoms regarding cycles and like what the heck is going on with our body? What does it mean? How do I chart like fertility awareness? What the heck is that? That's terrifying. How much does it cost? Blah, blah, blah. It's just like an intimidating thing, especially if you weren't like I was raised by two NFB instructors. So it wasn't as intimidating for me, but that's not the norm for people. So super stoked because Maraid, um, is the founder of Lumina Health Services. She's a certified femme fertility awareness instructor. Which and- I use that app. Do you? Yep, oh, I too. love that app. Femme is my favorite app. F-E-M-M, it's purple. Yep, it's a beautiful thing. Um, and she, well, she, she, she's a certified femme fertility awareness instructor. So she goes like beyond the app where you just input your symptoms, right? And she's a certified athletic trainer, which is awesome. Um, so I know a lot of us wonder like, is our cycle normal? Are these symptoms normal? Am I always going to be in pain? Do I need to get on birth control? Um, or like, what do they mean? She teaches you and walks you through all of that in her workshop. She has two different ones charting for health, which is what I would recommend for like the single girl or the engaged girl or whatever. And family planning, which I would recommend for the going to be married or married girl. Um, and the workshops include learning to chart your cycles for health, 
body literacy, cycle syncing, and natural family planning. Their self and cycle syncing is like working out at certain times yeah. of your cycle, like when it's, you can be more intense. Right. Stuff like it's that. taking advantage and knowing the strengths and weaknesses of your body throughout your, your cycle. It's it's so cool. Um, they're self-paced, jam-packed with info, and have full support from Maraid via email and private chart reviews. So it comes with like a three to four video series, depending on your goal, charting for health or natural family planning. Um, each video is about one to one and a half hours long. Again, this is all self-paced. Um, an entire class dedicated to the basics of cycle syncing, switching up your routine based on the phases of your cycle to support your hormones which is huge and no mm -hmm. one knows anything about this. And also this. this stuff is intimidating. Like. Right, right. But she's like literally going to walk you through it one-on-one -on -one and give you all of the resources you need. Um, plus there's multiple downloadable infographics and PDFs with information on LH testing, um, femtech, progesterone strips, and more. And if, I'm, if you're hearing me and thinking like, what the heck is all of that? Good. This is what she's here for, right? Like, <laughs> this is why she's offering you 20% off. You're like, off what's an either of them. I know, right? She's offering 20% off either workshop with the code heck yes. You need no experience. You need to like, literally you could know nothing about this, just that you bleed every couple of weeks. Like that's it. And she's going to walk you through it all. Um, so all of her links to everything are going to be in our show notes. Um, and her Instagram, everything, yeah, Instagram, check it out. She website. is like great reels. Oh my gosh. Um, and content. Reels are so good. So yeah. So oh, cool. We love yeah. it. 20% off with code heck yes, all lowercase. So mm -hmm. check her out. All right. Here is another voicemail. Hey y'all, love the show, and I just wanted to share my heck no moment of today, which is heck no to automatic holy water dispensers in Catholic churches. I went by, I had like extra time when I was running errands today, and I went by my local little Catholic church in my college town to pray a rosary between like appointments, and I walk into the church and realize that they have installed two automatic holy water dispensers like what you would see for hand sanitizer and immediately I was just so upset by it and I went and prayed my rosary and I was struggling to focus the whole time and I'm just so heated about this because I just think that it takes away from the reverence and the sim like the not even symbolism of the holy water like symbolism isn't even the right word because it literally has the power to cleanse us from our original sin like it and so the fact that it's being put in a hand sanitizer, like, container is just so upsetting to me. And I've already, I've ranted about this to my fiance and to friends already, and I don't really know what the solution is. I don't know if maybe I'm just looking into it too much and I'm upset about it and don't need to be. But yeah, heck no. Love the show. Uh, <laughs> can't wait to listen to next week's episode. Hopefully I'll be a little less heated by then. <laughs> <laughs> Love the righteous anger. I'm here for it. We're here for it. I actually saw this at one church in Italy and I'm like, this is a no. Yeah. I've seen it before too. And I'm like, this is awful. This is just confusing. It, it's confusing. And I've literally seen it at churches and kids go up to it and use it thinking it's hand sanitizer and they just rub it in their hands. Right. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So, right. Yeah, it's legit holy water. So yeah, yeah. not cool. Like you're it's almost like you're sanitizing. Um, I don't know. Like I don't know how to describe it. You're like, yeah, 
sterilizing something that's supposed to be holy. You're yeah. taking the holiness away from, I don't know. It's weird. It's disrespectful. super weird. It's, it's disrespectful. Nakala. Okay. Here's one. Actually, I'll just talk about this one. So she was saying she goes to Franciscan university and she was hearing girls in the hallway talk about our podcast, which is really cool. So cool. Um, I know. And actually when I was at the papal audience, Megan, there was a bunch of Franciscan girls that came up and was like, we have the podcast. So we took a photo. No and, yeah. uh-huh. oh. Literally at the FOMO. papal audience. And That's if you guys really don't cool. know what the papal audience is, it's like where you see the Pope like walk and bless and shake hands. Wow. The Pope um, and what in the dang heck intersect. It's a beautiful <laughs> moment. Uh. <laughs> okay. What was super weird though, is they had like a marching band at first. It kind of felt like a carnival. And I was like, how about some Gregorian chant? Right. Um, okay. but, and they had a resurrected Jesus. on. Yeah. It was, yeah. The entire area and like hall or whatever you want to call it is very I forgot what the hall is called but it's very 1980 mm-hmm. yeah yeah so interesting considering the beautiful churches right. and marble and, and stuff yeah yeah um very yeah. different agreed but anyways um so the girl calls and she's like this guy uh, like asked me for my Snapchat and she's like, I heard in the back of my head saying, like Cece saying, don't give it to him. And <laughs> she's like, sorry, I actually don't give my Snapchat to guys. And she walks inside and goes to the bathroom. And apparently he said to her, her friend, I was like, oh, I really like that about her. And she, <laughs> no way. Yeah. He's like, wow, I really, I really like that. <laughs> And I was like, ladies, it works. And she's like, when you set a standard, the men rise. I'm like, there we go. (laughs) A success story. (laughs) I know. I know. So yeah, that was hilarious. That's awesome. So that is all we have today. But for next week, um, I, we are, uh, what are we doing next week? (laughs) I'm pulling it up. Worst date etiquette. For Yeah. Next week we're talking about worst date etiquette. And so like, call in at 312-775-2615 about some of the worst things that men have done on a date, or maybe that mm-hmm. you've seen people do on a date. Like you're sitting at a restaurant and you like are overhearing or seeing a date next to kind of go yeah. down. So worst date etiquette, your story is someone else's story. Um, not even particularly etiquette, but just like what someone's done on the a date that dates. made it the worst, yeah. just the worst, just the um, absolute worst. So call us at 312-775-2615 and check it out. Make sure to rate us, subscribe, leave a review. And um, just to check out all of our sponsors in the show notes, we have Pax Valerie and Leah's Kids and Beloved Collective and Femme. So check out all of our wonderful ladies and small business shops. And we will Mm -hmm. see you next week on the One the Dang Egg Podcast. Bye. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.